and welcome to Devotions on the Psalms, Israel's Songbook, a podcast by Christ Lutheran Church in Brea, California. Today we explore Psalm 17. Here's Pastor Pat Hauser. Good Wednesday to you. It's my blessing today to share with you the Wednesday devotion from the book of Psalms. And the devotion I get to share today is based upon Psalm 17, a psalm of David, not just a psalm of David, but a prayer of David. And so I'm very fortunate to be able to share this with you now. Let's open up in a word of prayer. Gracious God, Heavenly Father, all glory and honor be to you, Lord, for all the gifts that you rain down upon us. Especially today, we're reminded of the gift of your word, those servants that so diligently put it on paper as you communicated it to them through the Holy Spirit, as you breathed that word into them. We thank you for their faithfulness. And today we thank you for the faithfulness of David for this psalm that we're going to share. By the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, open our minds and our hearts to your word today that they would sink into our hearts and bear fruit in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So let's give this uh, psalm a quick read, Psalm 17. And It is a prayer of David. David writes, Hear a just cause, O Lord, attend to my cry. Give ear to my prayer from lips free of deceit. From your presence let my vindication come. Let your eyes behold the right. You've tried my heart. You have visited me by night. You have tested me. You will find nothing. I have purposed that my mouth will not transgress. With regard to the works of man by the word of your lips, I have avoided the ways of the violent. My steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. I call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me. Hear my words. Wondrously show your steadfast love, O Savior, of those who seek refuge from their adversaries at your right hand. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who do me violence my deadly enemies who surround me. They close their hearts to pity with their mouths. They speak arrogantly. They have now surrounded our steps. They set their eyes to cast us to the ground. He is like a lion eager to tear as a young lion lurking in ambush. Arise, O Lord, confront him, subdue him. Deliver my soul from the wicked by your sword, from men by your hand, O Lord. From men of the world whose portion is in this life, you fill their womb with treasure. They are satisfied with children. They leave their abundance to their infants. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. Man, there's a lot there. Could probably do a couple of months on this, but I'm going to try to sum it up and and pull those parts of this scripture out that I think are really applicable to us today. One of the things that you can see here is David's urgent plea for help. He calls out to God, help me, help me, Lord. And he goes on to do something that we see him do fairly commonly uh, in a lot of the Psalms as David kind of describes what he's already been through. He talks about the fact that, God, you've tested me, you've tried me, you've seen me come through that trial and do the right thing. 
I'm a faithful servant, Lord, and I cry out to you now for your protection. And that's what David is doing in verses two through about six. He's kind of laying out his resume of those challenges that he's already faced and the fact that he has been faithful, that he has purposed not to speak words of transgression, that he would avoid the ways of those violent people that were trying to persecute him and oppress him. In this case, it was probably King Saul as David was fleeing from Saul and the fact that Saul wanted to put him to death. And so David is crying out. And then in verse six and seven, he recalls God's character. And he calls out to God to incline his ear to him, to hear his words, wondrously show your steadfast love, O Savior of those who seek refuge. David has sought God's refuge in the past and God has remained faithful to be that place of safety and protection for David. And David is simply calling upon God to do what you've done in the past, Lord. Your love is steadfast, it's immovable, it's unchanging. You've revealed it to me in the past. Reveal it to me now, Lord. And then David uses a really unique phrase. And I really like to research the source of certain phrases and expressions and see how they've been used throughout history. In verse eight, David calls out to God, keep me as the apple of your eye. Now we know what that means to us now. Uh, If we said the apple of your eye, Uh, that person would be probably the most treasured person or someone held in very high regard, the apple of my eye. I've heard people describe their children of whom they're extremely proud in this way. Oh, my son or my daughter is just the apple of my eye. In David's day, though, it simply described the center of one's eye, the pupil, the round part at the center of the eye. And the apple was used because it was a fruit that was known in the ancient world and it was pretty round and it kind of looked similar to the pupil of one's eye. And so that's why they called the pupil the apple of your eye. But David is calling out to God, keep me at the center of your gaze. I found it interesting as I did a little bit of research on the use of this term It was used in ancient writings of uh, the early church. Uh, King Alfred the Great translated the works of um, Pope Gregory at one time. And the phrase was used in those words that were originally written, I think in about the 600s AD and Alfred the Great translated them in the 800s. But it was also a phrase that was used by William Shakespeare. Because of Alfred the Great's translation, that phrase found its way into the vernacular, I suppose. And so Shakespeare used that phrase as well. But David is saying, Lord, keep me at the center of your gaze. Continue to shower me with your favor. And then he goes on, hide me in the shadow of your wings. And it's a great phrase. It brings to mind the idea of a mother hen protecting her chicks 
underneath her wings. And this is actually a phrase that Jesus himself spoke over Jerusalem when he was lamenting over Jerusalem in Luke's gospel. If you want to do a little excursus and look at a little cross-reference, you can look at Luke chapter 13, verse 34. Jesus said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it, how often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you would not. Jesus speaks those words of lament and sorrow because those in the Jerusalem of his day would not submit themselves to come under his wings of protection for them. And I think if we look at chicks, if you've ever been to a barnyard and seen chicks and the mother trying to gather them because there's potential danger nearby, some of the chicks will immediately run and hide under her wings, but there might be some stubborn chicks that choose not to. David is saying, calling upon God, hide me in the shadow of your wings, protect me. But that requires submission of him to recognize that God provides that shelter and that he seeks that shelter out and submits humbly to God's protection. David goes on to talk about the trouble that he is facing, that these who are hunting after him surround their steps. They set their eyes to cast them to the ground like a lion eager to tear, as a young lion lurking in ambush. Don't our troubles of this world sometimes seem like that? It seems like we're surrounded on all sides. It seems like those that would come after us would see fit to tear us limb from limb. But protected in the shadow of God's wings, we're safe. We're safe. David closes with these words. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. And when I read these verses, what immediately came to my mind was the idea of lying awake, worried. And when we are lying awake, worried, we ought to cast our cares upon God. We ought to seek out his face. And that just means simply seek out his presence and his watching over our lives. And if we do that, if we submit those cares to him, those times that we're lying awake at three o'clock in the morning when all those worries and anxieties come to our mind, if we seek out God's face, he provides us that peace that we need to get back to sleep and get that rest that we need. And when we do so, when we awake, We'll be satisfied with God's likeness. We'll be satisfied with God's protection, with his intervention, with his watching over us. Because he is all we need. He is sufficient. He's steadfast. His loving kindness is unchanging. And his protection is very, very real. So cast those cares upon him. Submit to his will, seek out his protection, and you won't be disappointed. God's blessings to you as you go about your day. 
And I'm looking forward to seeing you next time for next Wednesday's Psalm Devotion. God's peace be with you. Thank you for joining us. As a reminder, follow Christ Bray on all social media outlets and visit ChristBray.org.